this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical or mental health advice, and it does not constitute a provider-patient relationship. Hello, you are very welcome back to the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. My name is Jo, I am a registered dietitian, and I'm here to smash the taboo of binge eating. I hope you're doing well and having a good day so far. Today's episode is all about the binge restrict cycle, the dreaded binge restrict cycle. You know this, if you struggle with binge eating, you are very familiar with the binge restrict cycle, feeling like you are always in one of the two camps. Your days are either good days or they're binge days. And for some people, the binge restrict cycle goes on for months, even years. You may be able to restrict for months or years on end. And it's only after that period of restriction has ended that you find yourself in a similar amount of time in a phase of binging. The binge restrict cycle doesn't just happen on a day-to-day basis. You might find that you're able to restrict really well. You're able to control your food intake, cut back on calories, cut back on carbs until perhaps you have a wedding coming up or a party coming up. And once that event has passed, then the binge side of the cycle comes in. So in today's episode, I'm going to give three of my key steps for how to begin to pull yourself out of the binge restrict cycle, of how you can escape the binge restrict cycle. As you can imagine, this is complex stuff. You know, it is complicated and it is different for everybody. So I can't go into everything in one podcast episode, but I will give you my top three starter tips to get you going, to get you on your way. Before I get into that, I have to tell you about my binge eating recovery program. As I said, this is a very complex, very complicated topic, and I want to tell you exactly what you have to do to pull yourself out of the binge restrict cycle, but I can't do that in a podcast episode. Instead, I keep that for my binge eating recovery program, where I give you my step-by-step strategy for how to recover from binge eating, how to pull yourself out of the binge restrict cycle, because it is possible. You have to know that you can recover from binge eating. You don't have to put up with the binge restrict cycle forever. There are steps and strategies that you can implement in your life in order to recover from binge eating and to stop the binge restrict cycle. You may just need a little bit of guidance and support from me to get you there. So if you are thinking of joining my binge eating recovery program, here is why you should do so today. The program contains my step-by-step strategy for how you can recover from binge eating, how you can stop starting new plans, new diets, new regimes every single week. Instead, you will have clear and concise guidance from me, somebody that you know and you trust for how you can recover from binge eating, how you can take a proactive step to heal from binge eating. It is my hope that after doing my program, you will never have to Google again how to recover from binge eating, how to undo the damage after a binge, how I can stop binge eating today. You won't have to do that anymore because you will have a professional on your side. My binge eating recovery program is mainly self-paced, which means that you go through the material in your own time. So just like you're listening to a podcast episode now, you will be listening to the lessons that are solely focused on recovery. And in fact, when you join my program, I do recommend that you 
pause listening to the podcast for now. You put a pin in listening to the podcast episodes because you will have this whole other world of content, of audio for you to listen to, to guide you more towards recovery. I love doing this podcast. I love sitting down every week to bringing you new content to smash the taboo of binge eating. But the thing is, my topics tend to be a little bit random. I pluck from here and there different parts of binge eating. My program, my binge eating recovery program is solely focused on recovery. So I'll ask you to park listening to the podcast so you can go through a step-by-step framework. And it's done in a way that will leave you feeling like you know what you're doing. You're not confused. You're not jumping from one thing to the next, one topic to the next. You are following a step-by-step strategy. And incredibly importantly, my introductory offer for the Binge Eating Recovery Program is ending. It's ending very soon. It's ending tomorrow, the 28th of Feb. So if you are thinking of joining, please don't hesitate any longer. Get in now while you will get the program for the lowest it will ever be priced. I will never give away my Binge Eating Recovery Program for lower than it costs right now. It is a one-time payment of $487.00 but you can join wherever you are in the world. I have lots of clients from Ireland, from the UK, from the States and other parts of the world too. Remember, we have group Zoom sessions every two weeks and those are held on Thursdays at 7.30pm UK time. The next call is this Thursday, the 3rd of March, and I hope to see you there. Take that step, take that step towards binge eating recovery The link to join up today and to avail of the introductory offer is in the show notes or in the description for this episode. Give yourself the gift of binge eating recovery with me. I cannot wait to see you in there. Okay, today we are talking all things the binge restrict cycle. So let's get into my advice for you, how you can start to break free from the binge restrict cycle. So this may sound a little bit counterintuitive, but stick with me on this. My first tip for you, my first step that I'd like you to take to conquering the binge restrict cycle is to hone in on the restriction side. Let's leave the binging for just a second. I know that you are desperate to jump in. I know you are desperate to fix the binging, to fix the overeating, to regain control over all food. But in my experience, and I ask you to just trust me for a second, the best thing you can do to take yourself out of the binge restrict cycle is to tackle the restriction side. That is the place where change has to happen. Don't try change the binges just yet. Don't try to push the binges away. Don't try to resist them. Instead, put your focus, put your energy into the restriction. Let's look deeply at restriction. So right now, and this is my first step for you, I ask you to think about what current restrictive habits do you have? Where is the restriction happening? How do you restrict? What diets are you on? What rules are you trying to implement? And you may be saying to yourself right now, well, I'm not on any kind of diet. I'm just trying to eat healthily. Well, what does that mean? What kind of foods are you trying to restrict in your quest to try and eat healthier? Are you trying to limit foods like chocolate, sweets, biscuit, crisps? Or are you trying to cut back on having sugar after five o'clock in the evening or not allowing yourself to have carbs at certain times of the day? Are you trying out a plan like intermittent fasting where food is restricted at a certain point in the day? 
For example, you may not be allowed to eat until 12 o'clock in the day. You may not see that as being an obvious restriction, but it is. If food is restricted at a certain point in the day, that counts as being a restriction. It counts as being a diet. Now, of course, there are nuances to this. It's not as straightforward as that. For example, you may restrict meat because you're a vegetarian or for ethical reasons, you choose not to eat animal products. Or you may be allergic to certain foods. You may have to restrict carbohydrates that contain gluten because if you eat gluten-containing foods, then you'll have a severe reaction. So that's a little bit different. I think you can appreciate that those foods you are choosing to restrict because of some important, some profound reason. It is not because you are restricting them to try and lose weight, to try and cook calories, to try and maintain a calorie deficit. To reiterate this point again, assess where restriction is happening. Assess where you are trying to cut back. Assess what kind of rules around food you are trying to implement. And and if this is too difficult for you, well, let me ask you this question. What foods do you not allow yourself to have? What foods do you not allow yourself to have an unlimited quantity of? What foods do you try to moderate? What foods do you have to check that you're not having too much? Do you allow yourself to eat anything you want in any quantity at any time that you wanted? If the answer to that is no, delve deeper. Really get into the nitty gritty of what restrictions you place on yourself, what kind of diet you're following, what rules do you have around food, the quantity of food or the type of food. So that's my first tip for you and that is to assess where you are currently trying to implement food rules or currently trying to restrict or diet. Once you have done that, I ask you to move on to the second step, and that is to look further again. And yes, we are still sticking with the restriction side of the binge restrict cycle. I ask you to focus on what are your compensatory behaviors after a binge happens? Or to put this in simple terms, how do you try to make up for it after a binge? How do you try to gain back control after a binge? How do you try to undo the damage after you've finished a binge? Compensatory behaviors are individual to you. They are individual to you and your case. And you might not even realize that what you do after a binge is a compensatory behavior. Here are some commonly heard compensatory behaviors. After a binge, you may not allow yourself to eat until a certain time the next day. After a binge, you may insist, you may force yourself to exercise a certain amount before you allow yourself to eat again. After a binge, you may do a prolonged fast in order to quote-unquote make up for the binge. Those are all common compensatory behaviours, but as I said, there are a whole range of them. And what you do might look very different. Or maybe you don't have any compensatory behaviors at all. When you explore this on a deeper level, you may find that you don't do anything after a binge. You don't try to regain control over food. And this is certainly the case if you have a diagnosed binge eating disorder, because one of the diagnostic criteria is that you don't try to compensate after a binge. So this is my second point for you, because compensatory behaviors need to be explored. If you have any, this counts as being a restriction. Your compensatory behaviors are one of the ways that you restrict your intake. And so it is so important that you gain insight into them, insight into your behaviors after you have a binge. How do you try to make up for what you've eaten? How do you try to quote unquote undo the damage of a binge? 
by the way, and I'm sure you'll know this if you've listened to my podcast before, you haven't done any damage after a binge and you certainly don't need to ever make up for any food that you've eaten. Okay, so now you've looked at the diet side of things. You've looked at the restriction. You've looked at where you're trying to cut back on food, cut back on calories, including your compensatory behaviors, everything you do to make up after a binge. And hey, just to point out here that if you find this task quite difficult, if you are not really coming up with anything as I'm talking you through this exercise, that's okay. The thing is, when you have dieted for so long, when you have been trying to lose weight for your whole life perhaps, if you've always been on and off different plans, it can be really hard to see what is normal eating and what is a diet. You may not even know, is this a food rule or is this something that I've just learned to do? If that's you right now, that's okay too. And I'm saying this because this is a really common thing that you just don't even know what is a diet anymore. You're so used to following food rules. You're not even sure if you're following a plan or if you're not. So just to normalize it, that it is okay. The next thing I'd like you to do to prepare for breaking out of the binge restrict cycle is to notice your language. And I particularly mean your language that promotes a black and white way of thinking. The binge restrict cycle itself, that phrase, that terminology is a great example of dichotomy of black and white. It's one of the other binge restrict, binge restrict. In recovery from binge eating and in pulling yourself out of the binge restrict cycle, one of the most important things that you will do is to find that gray area in the middle. So it's not binge or restrict. In fact, it's a happy medium that exists in between those two. I know that you are using dichotomous language right now. I know that you have taken out your diary and at the end of a day where you've binged, you've crossed off that day in your diary and you've written in big letters, binged. Or you've gone to bed at night feeling really happy and pleased with yourself because it was a day where you didn't binge, a day that you had a a good day, and I use that term in quotations, a day that you felt healthy, a day that you maybe ate healthy foods or you exercised and you felt really, really good. It was what you would call a good day of eating. I need you to know that binge eating recovery and recovering from the binge restrict cycle means finding the gray area in between. So we're not aiming for days that are binge days and we're not aiming for days that are quote unquote good days of eating. We are trying to find a happy medium. But the thing is, if we're constantly saying to ourselves, oh, I was good today, or I was bad today, or today was a good day, and today was a binge day, you are promoting this black and white thinking. You are keeping yourself entrenched in that binge restrict cycle, where it's either one or the other. You can't have anything in between. So I ask you to think about what kind of language do you use to describe your food, your general food intake, your body, and yourself? Do you use terms that promote this dichotomous way of thinking, the good or the bad, the binge or restrict? Take a second and think about it. If you ate some chocolate bars, how would you describe that? Would you say that it's good? Would you say that it's bad? This can be a tricky concept to get your head around, but if you can, try to frame your food intake or your food choices in neutral terms. They're not good, they're not bad, it's just food. And I assure you, it is just food. So from my point of view, if I ate some chocolate bars this evening, as somebody who has a great relationship with food and doesn't see food as good or bad, 
I would just describe that as eating some chocolate bars this evening. It wasn't a good choice. It wasn't a bad choice. It was just a choice that I made. And the choices that I make later in the day or tomorrow might be very different. Who knows? Start to notice where you're labeling food as either good or bad, black or white. Binge eating recovery happens in the gray, that happy medium that exists between the two. So notice your language. Okay, just to run through those points again, the first thing I'd like you to do to prepare for breaking out of the binge restrict cycle is to assess where the current restrictions are happening. Park the binge eating side for now and just focus on where you are restricting, what kind of food rules that you have, what kind of diet that you're on. The second thing I'd like you to do is to explore compensatory behaviors. Explore what you do after a binge. What do you do to make up for a binge? And then group it in the first category. Group it as being part of your restriction. Your compensatory behaviors are a restrictive mechanism. They are something that you do to further restrict your food intake after a binge. And thirdly, I'd like you to delve into what language you're using to describe your food choices. If you're using lots of terms like good, bad, right, wrong, start to notice that and realize that that is dichotomous language. It's either right or it's wrong, binge or restrict. And see if you can reframe some of your language to make it more neutral, make it more descriptive. Don't always pass judgment on yourself. Don't always judge if it's right or wrong, good or bad. All right, I am going to leave you there, but thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. If you liked today's episode, please do consider my binge eating recovery program. Remember, the price is increasing tomorrow. It's increasing on the 28th of February and it will never be priced as low as this again. The binge restrict cycle and how to escape it is something that I focus on in the program. So if you need more answers, you will find them there. Don't hesitate. Don't hang about. The link to sign up today is in the description for this episode. And remember, if you sign up before the 28th of February, then you will be getting the discounted rate. You'll be getting the introductory offer. So If you join up, I will see you for a Zoom call this Thursday, the 3rd of March. We will be chatting all things, making peace with food, making peace with your food choices and giving yourself unconditional permission to eat. I cannot wait. I'll see you there. Until then, take care of yourself. If you found this podcast helpful, you are going to greatly benefit from my binge eating recovery program. No more second guessing every food choice. No more starting a new plan every Monday. No more pacing up and down your kitchen trying to pull yourself out of a binge. Go to the link in the description of this episode for my binge eating recovery program where you can start your binge eating recovery today.